cry in bed, the one that makes me smile. Show me how you do it, and I'll show you how, show you how I'll run away from you. Because the sex is so damn good. That's gotta be Biddy's favorite song, and I just fucking ruined it. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck are you doing to my song, man? And why are you using my phone while I'm doing stops? What the fuck is that about? What the hell did you... You made a podcast? What the hell did you talk about? Do you realize that I'm half of this show and I need to approve everything that you fuck, that comes out of your damn mouth? Oh, my God. I I, I don't even want... Oh, God. I, I don't even want to listen to... So you did, you did a podcast on anal versus everything else? Oh, no. You didn't... You didn't talk about the donut yet. Oh, my God. Fuck it. Dude, dice! Do you do you want people to think that this show is just about sex and debauchery? Like, fuck, dude, like, the March Madness is happening today. Fuck, dude, I got Michigan, like, number one seed. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Yeah! Dude, fucking nobody cares about college basketball, dude. It didn't even happen last year and no one gave a shit, right? Well, maybe your, your coordinator did. Whether he's, like, a Tar Heel fan, right? the hell's that about oh he likes the lakers oh i get it okay lots of tar heels became lakers anyways okay so yes yeah of course i did a fucking podcast what the fuck you expect me to do i'm sitting in this damn truck losing my fucking mind it's not like i can fucking just rub one out dude like you're gonna smell fucking uh, bleach up in here you know like say like come on i mean what i should have done is i fucking should have rubbed one out so that I could fucking cancel out the smell of your fucking stinky ass, dirty... Well, your feet aren't dirty, but they're just fucking stinky. It's a good thing you have a fucking nice woman that actually massages you and rubs down your feet and puts baby oil on your fucking butt cheeks. What, what else does she do for you? You know? You just took out a fucking... Ten, I, I bet you anything, you just took out a fucking $10,000 loan, right, to pay your rent on time so you don't have to fucking come out of pocket 125 extra a month. And this girl, she wants to move you into her fucking pad, right? You know she's going to want some of that money to fucking decorate. You know, like, I mean, it is like a one-bedroom studio, so you don't have that much to decorate. But uh, at least you fucking talked her from, like, knocking down the fucking sliding door and creating that, creating, like, an extra three feet of fucking, like, kitchen space to basically put up fucking a cabinet with dishes, you know? It's a good thing you fucking, like, overrode that. It's a good thing you fucking man up once in a while, Biddy. Meanwhile, I'm getting ready to fucking move into the back house of a fucking mansion in Tuscan. So we might actually not see each other as much. We'll see how that goes. She wants me to act gay. I, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that, you know? And that's a fucking tall order. I mean, I, I hang around you enough to know that, uh, you know, I could probably pull it off. But me? Gay? <laughs> Wow, you, I, that's not such a stretch. I, I think you could play a gay guy. But um, you saw that gay-ass movie last night, Chaos Walking. Why do you go see movies like fucking Divergent and Allegiant and Twilight? What the fuck is wrong with you? Th- there was a perfectly good Nick Cage movie where the guy doesn't say a word the entire movie and just smacks the shit and beats up fucking, like, cartoon video game robots. What, what, I don't even know what the fuck that's about. Some people love it, some people hate it. But the guy, he literally gets a paycheck and he doesn't fucking say one line of fucking dialogue the entire movie. 
Meanwhile, you're watching this bullshit chaos walking where every fucking guy's thought, this little fucking, what, what was his name? His, his name is in real life is Tom Holland. What was his character's name? Todd Hewitt or some bullshit? I am Todd Hewitt. And that's how the movie fucking ends. What the fuck kind of fucking ending is that? I know it's a three-part series, but shit. You said you didn't even want to see the next two. That's how bad it was. Well, I mean, like, I, I was watching some of it. and I, I, Like, halfway through, I'm like, this isn't so bad. You know, like, I'm still interested. But then, like, then it just, then they just lost me. It, it just got, the, 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 you know, when, when the whole movie's about you running away from someone that's looking for you. I mean, The Fugitive was actually pretty good. But, you know, like, that, even while he was on the run, it was still fun to watch. Like, I literally worked at a hotel for 10 years because I saw The Fugitive. I was like, Wow. I wonder what it would be like to work inside a hotel. Like, I just saw, like, Harrison Ford just get chased through this nice hotel in Chicago or wherever the fuck they filmed that. And then I remember, like, back when they had the, the newspaper and you just went down the, the wanted ads, right? I'm like, there's a section called hospitality, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm a hospitable person, you know? that That's basically how I fucking picked a job. Oh, I'm hospitable. What's in this section? Oh, there's the Sheraton, there's the Marriott. I ended up applying to both, no, the Sheraton and the Hilton, because I knew Marriott was, like, their Mormon, I think, so I, I was, like, you know, I was, like, hardcore Christian, going to church, I was ushering, so I needed someone to give me, like, my uh, my Sundays, or, yeah, my Sundays off, and the Sheraton agreed, and then ended up meeting my now wife, soon-to-be ex-wife of 25 or 20, no, 20 years, I don't want to give myself any more credit, or any more, like, you know, freak her out that I'm adding years to however long I was married. She's like, no, you don't get that year. You know, you really don't even get the fucking 20 years. I think she said like she considered us like separated in 2013. So I could have been using that like on the dating sites for like seven years or eight years telling people, hey, I'm separated. You know, like I didn't know she thought I knew she thought at some point we were separated, but I didn't really know. Like she, she never put a date on it. So she, she literally put our wedding date uh, eight eight years ago, right? at least in the documents. So I got my loan approved, so that's good. Um, now I can pay my rent on time for however long I live there. Because I got five dogs. Like I, I don't know if anybody's going to want to take five dogs and bring them into a studio suite, you know? Especially over in San Bernardino. Like, my, dogs even, my dogs are going to be barking every single time they hear a firework. I mean, they do already in Riverside, but I don't know, like, and then, like, the push for them to be outside, I, I can't have my dogs outside. Like, I love my little babies. They're in indoor dogs, you know, but five indoor dogs in a studio suite, like, really? Maybe, maybe you can take two dogs with you over to fucking Tustin, you know, keep them in the back house, and you can pretend the, the dogs, the dogs are gay, too. Well, I got two poodles and two chihuahuas, just make one of them gay, like, each one, of, like, make the boy dogs gay. So that would be what Bentley would be gay, and uh, yeah, he has a gay name already. And then, uh, what? Which one of the? Oh, the Chihuahua uh, Sophia. Nah, Sophia, she's was Lola more gay or Sophia? <laughs> Trying to figure out which dog would play gay better. Um, uh, well, you know, Lola's a Lola's a fucking diva. She's like a man, a man bitch. Like, like she's like literally like. Yeah, she's the butch one. So yeah, Sophia's a little cute, cute little diva. Where's the little, 
what do you call those? Those the, the zebra collar and yeah, she's a sweetheart. She's my little diva. And then Lola's like the butch boss. I'm boss lady, right? She could be the gay one. So Bentley and Lola, right? And those were basically her dogs anyway. So maybe she, maybe like they got her, the the fucking gayness or like the the butchness from her. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Uh, yeah, because they fucking didn't get the queerness from me. Oh, okay, whatever, Betty. Uh, talk yourself into that one. Fucking which one of your dogs is gonna act gay? No, come on. It's just gonna be me. I'm gonna be over there. I'm gonna be I'm the in-house fucking, uh, you know, vibrator, right? Without the vibration. I mean, I can do the fucking motorboat. I can do that. I can whatever. You know, like I, I've seen movies. I can play Mr. Mom, and if I have to, for an SC graduate, you know, of course, you know. She wants to, uh, you know, feed me. That's that's even better. You know, feed me. Just don't please. Make sure to un- unlock the chain after our sexual conquests. Because I really don't want to be chained to a bed uh, that long. You know, a couple minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it takes to get you off. You know, whatever, you know? I'm down. But, um, so you, you, you got two shit show stops left on the fucking week, and then you're working nights next week? Yeah, I, I agreed to work nights. So, I'm going to try to get all my movie watching in this week, and... You know, at least I get to sleep in. That's the one cool thing about working nights is that I get to sleep in. Uh, I, I hate, like, especially, like, around this time of year when you have the fucking, uh, what is it, the, the daylight savings time over on the West Coast? Like, one of my friends in Arizona is like, oh, now you're finally the same time as me, you know? I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that's cool. Uh, I guess, you know? Like, all I know is that I just got accustomed to finally, like, going to work when it was sunny literally a month of sun in my eyes as I'm driving up the fucking box mountain to go to my work and you know people going like five miles an hour because they can't see shit in front of them right and then uh, maybe with the the new with the Lexus maybe I I can see better out of that because I I still I still need to find figure out how to put wiper fluid in both these cars with the Jeep it was like I could put wiper fluid in it until it's overflowing but it's not going to it's not going to somehow end up on my window unless I pour the wiper fluid directly on my window. And then and then the wipers are fucking shit on the Jeep. So maybe in the Lexus that won't be that bad. But now i got to go through an entire another month of the fucking sun in my face. Because now when I go to work, they, you know, they set the clock back an hour. So now it's butt-cracked black. No offense to, you know, uh, that ethnicity. But I'm just saying it's black as night. When I wake up, black is the early morning, and uh, and now I gotta fucking adjust to the drive all over again. You know, I, I I fucking hate like I'm not a morning person. I could literally stay up until the morning hours and then just gladly go to bed. So I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, luckily, like I can literally get through like half of my shift, not even half, but like a quarter of my shift in the morning, just on autopilot, from like basically seven to like eleven. Okay, maybe 10. 7 to 10. The first three hours of a 12-hour shift, right? Quarter of my shift, I can just go on autopilot. Like, once it, once it's, like, in double digits, then I'm like, okay, uh, now I'm woke. Now I'm, like, literally awake. I'm ready to go. Like, I'm not missing addresses. I'm not, you know. Luckily, I don't bump into things. I'm, I'm a better driver than that. But it's, like, all the sleep, you know, is gone from my eyes, I feel a little bit more refreshed, I know that in an hour and a half I can have lunch, I can actually eat something, 
And literally, like that, that should be the that should be like the biggest. Most people, they don't give a fuck about breakfast, but that really should be the the biggest meal of your day. My problem is, is I I eat too much like right before bedtime, and then I I swear, dude, the minute I lay on my back, and if I fall asleep on my back, I'm I'm gonna be waking up throwing up on myself, or like literally like choking on coleslaw or whatever I just ate, you know. I I spit up the other night like. And luckily, I have dog pads on my floor for, you know, to pick up, you know, so the dogs can pee and stuff. Dude, like, literally, like, half the time, I'm using the dog pads to, like, you know, hold my my mouth contents until I get to the fucking restroom or the shower and I just spew. You know? Like, I don't know, like, if that's, if I need to get that checked, but, um, or if I just need to stay up longer after I eat or eat earlier so I can digest this shit before I lay down. I think that's my problem, you know, like, I don't want to die, like, which was food just dripping out my mouth, like, already chewed ABC food, like, dripping down my chin, and they're like, yeah, he's dead like Elvis. He died on the toilet, like, you know, he choked on a Snickers, I, I, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever the fuck, I, I feel bad, like, some people say Elvis is still alive, I don't, I don't know about that one, they even say Michael Jackson's alive, like, I like conspiracy theories as much as the next guy. And I really do think Trump's going to be president within a couple weeks. Again, like, I don't know how they're going to break that to, to humanity without, like, there really being, like, an actual just riots and shit show. So I was watching the trial of the Chicago 7 the day that I went to the movies and I had a beer and I couldn't watch a movie because it was, like, one ticket per screen available. And I was there with Betty. And I'm like, dude, how am I supposed to watch... I, I brought her to the movies, and now we, we, as a couple, can't go see a movie because, like, five movies just have one ticket left because of 25% occupancy bullshit. So we decided to go back, and we put on that Mank show or whatever, the movie. It's up for a best picture about alcoholic screenwriter that writes Citizen Kane, Orson Welles' movie. God, that thing was boring. So then I'm like, how about try, try the uh, Trial of the Chicago 7? And it was basically like, you literally could watch like Judas and the Black Messiah and then right afterwards watch Chicago, the trial of the Chicago 7, like the perfect double feature. And it has like Black Panther elements, protests. It was literally like what they were trying to like charge Trump with for inciting a riot, right? You literally see the riots that happened in 1968 versus the bullshit that they called an insurrection the bullshit that they call a riot in at the Capitol, where it was like a fucking guided, like, guided tour, you know? These people are just walking in with their flags, just, well, cool. Where does that bitch Nancy Pelosi sit, right? You know, you had a couple bad apples, right? Just like in the movie, The Trial of Chicago 7. And, uh, you know, but, but most of those people are there for, like, a protest. They want to be heard, but at the same time, they don't want shit to break off and get violent. You know, for fucking Molotov cocktails to pop off and billy clubs to the head. Oh my God, there was so much bloodshed in that fight at that fucking rally outside the Democratic National Convention where they nominated Hubert Humphrey, and then Nixon went on to win the presidency. Like, oh my God! And I'm thinking, really? Like, and you think that what happened at the Capitol was like something to like even like shake two fingers at? Like, oh my God! Watch that movie. Watch the fucking, like, I think they even showed, like, actual footage of just, you know, 
what is it? Conscientious objectors to the Vietnam War having their heads bashed in in on U.S. soil. They didn't even go to Vietnam and they're getting killed or hurt and or I'm sure some of them got killed by the Chicago police. You know, and, and then the movie points out that, yeah, okay, you know, like, not all police are pigs. But they said in 1968, Chicago police, they sure were a bunch of pigs that year. You know, that's why the Black Panthers were calling them pigs. You know, they put to death uh, Chairman Fred. Uh, you know, and, and then they trumped up charges on this other Black Panther guy. You know, like, I, literally, I, I didn't even have a chance to tell you the story. And I'll keep it quick, because we got like three minutes, two minutes left. Where my dad, he went to USC. So shout out to SC grads, right? I'm a Huskies fan, Washington Huskies. I never went there, but my dad took me to a uh, Rose Bowl practice. And I fell in love with the color and the jersey and the mascot and all that. So I'm the rebel of the family. My brother and my dad love the Trojans. And so, um, yeah, so he was like in a convertible or some shit, just driving around campus. All of a sudden, he says, these either two or three black guys jumped in the back of his car, maybe one to his side, and held a gun to his head and said, drive. My dad's like, oh my God, where? You know, like, yes, anything anything you say. He literally drives them to like a location and they said, uh, okay, you can drop us off right here. Uh, they were going to be late to some meeting, right? And later on, he finds out it was the Black Panthers like that fucking jumped in his car and you know, his head to gunpoint. And, and who knows if the gun was, you know, loaded, whatever. But still, like, that's fucking frightening as shit. My dad almost got killed before he was able to, like, you know, screw my mom, right? <laughs> that happened later, after he was out of college, I think. So, um, but anyway, and then, like, uh, I posted something, I don't know which which Instagram. We have Dice Bay, we have D-Biddy, uh, we have Bay and Biddy. Which I, I need to post, start posting more on that, like the actual like clips from our show, so we can get more people to listen to our show. I mean, the iHeartRadio uh, inclusion that was nice. I, I don't know if or are we gonna keep doing. We're gonna keep recording off of Anchor, and we're just we're gonna drop Spreaker. Is that is that the idea? Okay. So, um, but yeah, like if we have some clips, people can hear this kind of like a clip here and there, just. To whet their appetite so that they want to actually listen to the entire 20 minutes. That would be cool. We could we could post some clips maybe with that X Recorder app. There's like a recording app that you can get, uh, you know, at Google Play, uh, Apple, whatever, store. Where you can record what's on the screen. So you can like record like Instagram clips or YouTube clips or whatever. And as long as there's no copyright, you can fucking repost that shit. So it's like repost, but maybe better. I don't know. Anyways, um, that's my that's my take on things. I wanted to round out your 20 minutes of debauchery with 20 minutes of actual content. So you guys have a great day. Enjoy March Madness, you guys. We're going. I'm going for Michigan. We got Baylor, Illinois, and uh, Gonzaga as the other top one seeds. So if those four one seeds don't make it, which they, how often is it that all the one seeds make it? It's rare, huh? But we, we, we got Michigan, or I got Michigan. I don't, I don't know what the fuck. I think Bay wants uh, San Diego State, but uh, they might be lucky to get to the Sweet 16, but come on. Really? San Diego State to the Elite Eight, to Final Four? I, I doubt it. Anyways, 
Um, enjoy the games, you guys. Have a green beer. We didn't even get around to having a beer. We didn't even do anything Irish yesterday. <laughs> Are you sure about that? What about that green donut, you fucking fat jewel? Oh, my God. I need to fucking find that picture and post it. 